Hello and welcome. This is Sex with Solette. I'm Solette. This is Joseph. And today we're here to talk to you about board games. I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. Today we're talking about tips and toys for BDSM beginners. But Yay! <laughs> first we're going to touch on levels of play. Play is just a fun word for whatever it is you're doing sexually. Yeah. Yeah, in, in any sort of sexual content, not just actual sex. Right, like, I don't particularly like the word, but that's the word that they use. It makes it sound dirty to me. I don't know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, anyway, there are three main levels of play. Bedroom play, outside bedroom play, and lifestyle lifestyle, or all-time play. No one Did noticed. you just mispronounce lifestyle? You know what? <laughs> Shut your face hole. Uh, the most common and most casual type of play would be bedroom play. It's relegated to your house. It's private. It's secluded. The play or the scene has a defined, agreed-upon ending. You know what you're doing, where it's going to be, and where it's going to end. And it's private. You know, common examples of that are like plain, everyday type old school traditional missionary vaginal sex for only procreation purposes all the way up to like over the knee spanking anything like that things you do in the comfort and safety of your own home whether it be in the actual bedroom or the bathroom or the couch or in a closet or on the floor wherever doesn't matter on top matter. of the washing machine on top of the washing machine over a sink anyway i'm i'm <laughs> moving on <laughs> The next type of play is outside bedroom play. Now, this is more adventurous, obviously, because you're leaving the comfort of your own home. There's an element, uh, there's a social element to it and an element of danger and the potential for arrest, depending on where you do it. Yes, yes, there is. It can also have a defined, agreed-upon ending, but not necessarily. You know, and some uh, good examples of that are just exhibitionist play, actual sex or... Any sort of stimulation. In out- public. Yes, in public. You have to um, say it that way. Oh, do I? Uh, taking a walk with a leash. That's uh, that's an outside the bedroom type play. Uh, going to a play party or a sex club. Things of that nature. And yes, those places do exist uh, for those uninitiated. They're fun. Just not in our podunk town. That's not true. We have play parties here. I just don't know if I want to go to any of them. So the third, the most adventurous, is lifestyle or all-time play. It requires the most commitment, the most trust, and the most comfort between partners. There's also a social or danger element to that, too, because it combines bedroom activity with outside bedroom activity and a little something extra. It's intended to be long-term without a definite ending. Although safe words and limits still apply, and if anyone tries to tell you they don't, that's a huge red flag, leave immediately. Some examples of that are like furries and littles and 24-7 TPE. So for the people who are new to this, can you define those three things real quick? Sure. Uh, Furries are people that sexually identify with an animal persona. And then there's other kin, which have more mythological creature personas uh littles are i don't know you know what you could probably better define littles than me you know more littles than i do uh 
because that's that's kind of in the same way that furries have an inner animal littles have an inner child that's a good way of putting it that's actually that's brilliant good show i am uh, brilliant 24 7 tpe uh is the well the tpe stands for total power exchange that's the master pet type relationship or master slave or daddy slave or however you want to word it where it's an all the time thing every moment of every day no matter where you are uh it doesn't always have to be sexual but there's an element of of control involved that creates a pseudo sexual environment all the time yeah Okay, now that we have the basic types of play covered, let's move on to toy shopping. Yay! For those new to BDSM, most of what you're going to do is probably bedroom play at first. And that's perfectly fine. Absolutely. And when you're starting out, you're going to want to try new things. You're going to want to get new toys. But there's nothing that sucks more. It doesn't matter... Whether you're a doctor or a ditch digger, there's nothing that sucks more than dropping a crap load of money on something you end up not liking. For record, ditch digger is a noble profession. It totally is. Just saying. All right. I just figure they make less than doctors, right? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Not sure. I totally threw her off her game, everybody. Right. No, now <laughs> I'm thinking about ditch digging. I'm about to Google how much ditch diggers make. <laughs> Okay, so to help you out, we took a special, totally official, and definitely scientific trip to a store that I will not name, but rhymes with small fart. Small fart. Yes. That that was the best you could do there? And researched some cheap but effective toys for beginners. Solette tested, Solette approved. Well, some of them are proof. Some of them are never going to be used again. That's fair. But that's kind of the whole point. You buy the cheap stuff first to try it out, see what you like, and then you buy the expensive stuff later when you know what you like. You know what you want. Before we get into what we bought at the small fart store, I'm going to be stuck on that for a while, just for record. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about a couple of things that we you should go out and get at a good sex shop, uh, because it's worth it. No matter no matter how you're starting out, it's worth it. It's useful. There are things that it's always worth to spend good money on, and certain things that you should never DIY. Never. Never. Uh, first and foremost, get some good lube. You know what? Just get good lube. Don't don't get cheap lube. You, you can actually get decent lube, though, in some of the pharmaceutical areas of your big box-like mega stores. You know, S-Marts and whatnot. Shop Smart. Sorry. Uh, I'm a dork. Whatever. Uh, definitely lube. Uh, don't get anything you insert into yourself at a big box store. Get... Get nice dildos and beads and plugs or whatever you you feel like trying out, splurge on those. That's something you don't want to have break or cause an infection or have something horrible happen. Also, start small with those because your eyes will be bigger than your holes. And the giant rubber fist may look appealing. Buy it. Call it goals. But start small and work your way up to it. That's, yeah, that's probably wise. Yeah. Giant... Uh, okay, uh, you know what? That wasn't a personal statement. I'm just, 
I know what I'm getting you for Mother's Day. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, also, some other things you want to get that doesn't have to do with actual toys. Let's get a towel. Get a special designated towel or set of towels just that are nice. You're going to want something to clean up with. You're going to want something to lie down on sometimes. As a bonus, your partner will know you're a hoopy fruit. Okay, I, I retract the part about me being the dork in this in this duet. All right, uh, also, and this seems kind of silly, but put together a first aid kit. That's not silly. It's really not. It seems silly because it's sex, but no, get yourself a first aid kit. Get yourself some, you know, triple antibiotic. Get an ice pack or two, one of those nice, you just crack it and it gets really cold. Get some alcohol wipes. Oh my goodness, get some alcohol wipes, get some bandages, whole nine yards. Everything you would need, depending on, you know, what else you're doing, burn creams if you're doing wax play, you know, whatever could possibly go wrong, have a first aid, like, set up there for every type of play you plan on on doing. I promise, you will thank me later. So, stuff that you can buy from... A store that is definitely not called Small Fart. Uh, Small Fart? I'm I'm not going to get over that. Like, for days. Blindfolds and gags. You can actually use stuff that you have at home for that. Um, Scarves, ties, panties, old t-shirt. All those would make good good blindfolds or gags. Remember, whether you go with DIY or something that you've bought that's nice... Keep in mind to use a safety signal. Have a signal set in place. Right. Like we talked about in episode one. Even if you're gagged, you need a way to communicate just in case things go wrong. Always. Let's see. I think next is restraints. Please don't buy fuzzy handcuffs. I mean, look, if you're into fuzzy handcuffs, I don't want to kink shame you, but is anybody really into fuzzy handcuffs or is that just like a joke that's perpetuated on all of this? I don't know. You know, I've never actually met anyone that was really like seriously into fuzzy handcuffs like ever in my entire life. So let's say for a minute that you don't want to go with fuzzy handcuffs, but you also don't want to splurge to buy say police issue handcuffs or a, you know, 40 to $80 restraint set. First oh. off the bat. And who can blame you? That's a lot of money to drop. And that's not even an expensive set of restraints. What do you do? Well, you go down to your local small fart and small buy fart, Night Eyes Gear Tie Loopable Rubber Twist Ties. It's a mouthful. I'm, I know. I'm going to repeat it. Night Eyes Gear Tie Loopable Rubber Twist Ties. They're $5 or they're five to ten dollars for a set of two. We found these in the hardware section, and they are pretty ideal for quick, painless, and easy restraint. Right. Also in the same section, we found a fifty feet of Velcro tape for six bucks. Let me tell you, Velcro tape—that's fun. It doesn't seem like it. It's fun. Works well. You can also use, you know, belts that you have around the house. Uh, for restraints. Once again, I wouldn't suggest anything that you would actually physically tie. Rope is not for beginners. No, don't get rope. It seems like it would be for beginners, but it's not. Yeah, unless you, unless you were like a serious Boy Scout or you, you know, made a living 
sailing ships all of your life, you don't know knots well enough to jump directly into using rope into BDSM. That can cause some serious, serious injuries. And while while we're talking about that, neither is chain, neither is duct tape, neither is like cable cab- ties. Cable ties. No, don't use cable ties unless you know exactly what you're doing. And once again, we're trying to talk to you if you're just starting this. If you already know what you're doing, I mean, have that first aid kit ready. But for right now, you left your phone on. Really? Really? You left... Oh, no, that's a... Professionalism, I tell you. (laughs) The Inkling Girl just posted a photo on Instagram. Hello! (laughs) Plug. Shameless. All right. She's on Etsy. She makes great art. Go check it out. All right, so back to our topic at hand. Quick science interlude, because I want to know what can go wrong when amateurs use rope. Okay, well, uh, first and foremost, and this is one of those things that people have actually kind of heard about, because people have heard about people like David Carradine and stuff like that. Asphyxiation happens, man. Uh, That goes with you and your partner, you by yourself, using rope and not knowing exactly what you're doing, or even sort of knowing what you're doing, but screwing up a little bit, can kill you really easily if you have it around your neck. Don't use rope around the neck unless you know your knots, and you know them very well. All right? Uh, it can cause circulation impairment if you your knots are too tight or they begin to cinch during struggling, uh, which can cause blood clots and dead zones and muscles and hypoxia, which is basically what I just said. Uh, it can cause nerve damage. It can cause uh, fairly extreme bruising. Uh it can cause rope burn, which seems minor, but I promise rope burn on some areas, not so minor. Promise. Ask her. Uh, another thing about rope is environmental emergencies. You don't... Oh, God. Like the time the girl child threw up. Yes. Yes. Uh, unless you know what you're doing with rope and your partner knows what they're doing if you someone else has tied you up, when something happens around you, you have to have the sense of mind, the presence of mind, excuse me, and the good sense to be able to get out of the rope quickly enough to react to said environmental emergency. Like she said, we had an issue once where our girl child threw up while she was in like four different sets of knots well, tied against I, the wall. I was in yes, the knots. Yes, not the girl child. Pronouns. Wall. Yes. While Solette was tied up, <laughs> she snorted. Um <laughs> It won't be the last time, I promise. Um, And we had to quickly get her untied so we could both deal with that. And that actually, we'll have to talk about that one day because that caused a little bit of sub-drop. But we'll definitely have to get into that another episode. Uh, Also, and uh, in addition to environmental emergencies, falling. Like if you're bound, especially with rope. I've seen it more with rope than almost anything else. You can't catch yourself if you slide off the bed. That doesn't seem major until someone breaks their nose. It happens. Now, like, if you really want the feel of rope, there are alternatives, right? There are pre-made rope cuffs. You can find them at your local sex shop. They're pretty easy to slip on and off, and they don't have the danger aspect that improper knot tying can add. And don't get me wrong. One day, we will talk about rope work. Definitely. I love rope. I love using rope. It's one of my favorites. But it's definitely not for starting out BDSM beginners. 
All right, so next we move on to cheap spanking starters because who doesn't love a good spanking? I, I don't. I don't like getting spanked. Well, yeah, but you like doing the spanking. I do. That I do. I do. So, theoretically, eventually, you're going to want to buy things like paddles or canes or flogs or whips. Or crops. Or crops. You're going to all... Glassy-eyed. <laughs> Fun times. But how do you know if you're going to like that stuff? A set of canes super expensive worth you, it worth it worth every penny but super expensive you don't want to buy a hundred something dollar set of canes only to find out that you don't like being spanked with things that are made of wood which sounds silly until you've experienced it so while we were on our trip at small fart I can't get over small fart. Like seriously, it's it's 14 minutes later, and I'm still, still you're still stuck up. on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We uh, looked through the rest of the store, not just the hardware section. We stopped in the office supply section and found that they sell wooden or plastic rulers for about 50 cents to a dollar. Go with wooden or plastic, not metal. No, you're gonna look at the metal ruler and think it won't be so bad. You'll be wrong. Go with wooden or plastic. Uh, in the paint department, you can get a paint stirrer. I've seen some places have them for free. Some places have them for like 40 cents. Either way, super cheap. And it's basically like a foot and a half long wooden spanker. Yeah. It just looks like it's meant to spank someone. Yardsticks also kind of fall into that category. Uh, in the kitchenery department, they have wooden spoons, dollar fifty for one or five for five dollars, and they have plastic spoons for about eighty-eight cents, spatulas for a dollar or less. In the uh, health and beauty section, we saw some good. Yeah, I was gonna say self-care, but that sounds like a <laughs> masturbation joke. In the uh, health and beauty section, it would have been. They have hairbrushes for anywhere from 2 to $10, and hairbrushes are a very common spanking tool. <laughs> Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney. Oh, Dana Delaney. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Dana Delaney, my wife still thinks about you when she masturbates. <gasps> Don't say that. My mom could be listening. <laughs> well, now your mother knows what you masturbate to. <laughs> oh, Dana Delaney. And then, of course, there's your hands, which are free. Yay. Right. Uh, if you are not accustomed to it, though, as a warning to anyone about to issue a spanking to another consenting adult, if you are not accustomed to the action of spanking, it will start to sting your hand after a while. I'm just letting you know. Human hands are not built to slap something repeatedly. They're just not. I mean, I have calluses at this point, but... So, with that and all the rest of the tools, start light and work your way up. Now, there are other toys you can kind of find, you know, for more specific cases uh, around, uh, what do you call it? Small fart? Small fart. Yeah. Right? Um, you can use things like binder clips or bobby pins or clothes fins for clamps. You know, you can, part of what you're going to do is you're going to look at what kind of play you're interested in trying and kind of feeling out how you can do it on the cheap. I mean, we're giving you some examples, but this is by no means an exhaustive list 
of all the things you can find. If you're like me and you don't like to spend money, you will become the MacGyver of kink. You will make kink out of anything. That's right. And that's, you know what? That can add an extra layer of fun is finding and exploring new and interesting uses for even the crap you have around your house, man. I mean, sex should be about fun anyway, right? Um, let's see. Housekeeping stuff, I believe. We're on Facebook. Please feel free to like our page. We're also on Twitter, although I am old and don't know how to work Twitter. I've tried, but I just, I can't seem to keep my thoughts down to 140 characters or less. You can barely keep your thoughts to 140 words or less. I'm too verbose. I always like, when I was in school, I always ended up like way over word count on essays. I had to get like special dispensation from professors to write longer essays. I believe it. (laughs) I really bloody do. Whatever. I always got A's. Uh, let's see. We're. Uh, I said Facebook. I said Twitter. Twitter. There's a Patreon. Oh, does. yes. We have a Patreon. If you're interested in funding this show, so we can get better equipment and get products to test and review. Um, I think that's it for this. I week. think that's it for right now. So thank you for tuning in to Sex with Solette. We appreciate your listen. Uh, like, feel free to like, comment, share. Oh, send us. We have an email address. It's sexwithsolette, that's S-O-L-L-E-T-T-E, at gmail.com. I want you to send us your sex stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We will keep you anonymous and read them on the shit. Was that me pounding on the... Yeah, that was you pounding on the... Oh, I'm so sorry. I ruined everything. It's okay. (laughs) We'll uh, read them on the show anonymously. Also, send us your questions. If you have anything you want us to answer or anything... Just any opinions of ours that you actually want to hear about, let us know. Yes, that email address was sexwithsolette at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.